Hello, welcome to the Negative Positives Podcast, episode number 71. I am your host, Mike Gutterman, coming to you from the Gutterman Cave on a Monday night. The Monday night that uh, I like to consider the drunken podcast, because this is the one I'm the least sober when I do it. (laughs) Because I've been at band practice. I know you guys have heard this a million times before, but, you know, when you're with your bandmates playing rock and roll music, uh, you know, sometimes you have some uh, you have some beers along with it. And, uh, you know, the funny thing is I've kind of noticed that my voice sounds different on Monday nights than other nights. I don't know if you guys have noticed it, but I hope that's not that noticeable because I'd like to think that I uh, am a guy that can... Be the same whether you know there's been beer involved or not but anyway uh let's see what do i got to talk about uh tonight because you know got a little time to do a podcast i'm gonna do one that's what i do uh today got two packages in the mail today uh the first thing that came in was the bulk roll of kodak triax the 100 foot bulk row that I ordered from the Film Photography Project store, the FPP. And so I was super happy. It's my first order of a 100 foot bulk row of film. I got a bulk loader and I'm ready to use it. And now I have a bulk roll of film, 100 foot, to uh, give this a try, give this a shot. And so it was really nice to get that in the mail. Uh, shipping was really fast on it like let's see I paid I think I ordered it last maybe Thursday and it arrived here today on Monday for $80 for the bulk roll of 100 foot uh, Tri-X from the FPP with like a mere like $3.50 shipping and it arrived on Monday that's pretty darn quick so I Two thumbs up to the FPP on their shipping and uh, just how fast I got it. The other thing I got in the mill, like it was, got two packages in the mill. The other thing was from Kodak Alaris, straight from Rochester, New York, a package with three uh, pro packs of T Max 100 film, five rows of 120 film in each box, three boxes to replace the bad batch of T-Max 100 film that I had gotten that was in the uh, in kind of the production run they had some trouble with. I remember from several, several episodes ago I talked about this and if you bought T-Max uh, in this particular bad production runs uh, you could email Kodak and they would replace it for you. And I thought I might have been a little late on getting in on that, but I emailed Kodak and they were like, yes, we'll replace this film. So in the mail today, three five packs of T-Max 100, 120 medium format film arrived. And I didn't even have to throw away, or I didn't even have to send back the bad batch. So now I have this also 15 rows of supposed T-Max 100 and that were supposedly in the bad batch. I'm still going to shoot it, still going to use it, 
for like experiments or throwing in my hoga or something that doesn't matter. But but now I have 15 rolls of T-Max 100 medium format 120 film fresh from the Rochester, New York factory that doesn't expire to like 2020 or something like that. So super huge thanks to Kodak for the awesome customer service and for taking care of the people that buy their film. You know, they they made a mistake. They had uh, some issues with some film and it was just a, literally just an email showing that I had a film that was affected in the in this production run and they happily sent me replacement film, no questions asked. Didn't even make me send back the old film. That's hard to beat these days. That's great customer service and thank you Kodak. So tonight, uh, before I went to band practice, I went out looking for a wallet. And I know, I know, Mike, come on. Gutterman, come on, what, what, what does that have to do with photography? Well, I'll, I'll get to that, I'll get to that. It, it's, uh, you know, it's a process here. So I went out looking for a wallet. And, you know, I, as, a, as a guy, you might buy a wallet once every, I don't know, five years at the most. My wallet had kind of uh, was at the end of its life and it was actually like destroying my credit cards like it was actually like bending them and cracking them in certain ways because this wallet had taken on the shape of my buttocks <laughs> and so it had bent a lot it was bending up my credit cards so I needed to find I don't know this is weird I know this is, this is gonna be a weird episode I'm sorry and uh, so I needed a new wallet and uh so, you know, I went out looking for wallets and I just wouldn't find anything I liked. And and they were really expensive. Like, I'm surprised. Like, I haven't bought a wallet in a while. How, how, how pricey these things were. And I, I remembered a company that, has, that sells wallets that, oh, yeah, I should just order one of these. And the reason I know about this company is because I've bought other products from them. And the company I'm talking about is couch guitar straps and it's spelled couch like c-o-u-c-h couch guitar straps uh, uh, i believe if you search that on google it'll come up i think it might be couchguitarstraps.com or whatever and they also sell wallets uh which so i end up just ordering one from them well what does this have to do with photography well they also sell camera straps and i have bought actually uh, I have bought a lot of stuff from them. All my guitar straps from every guitar that I play, I'm using a couch strap. Uh, and then I started buying camera straps from them as well. Uh, so most of my cameras have a couch camera strap. And now I've just recently also bought a couch wallet, which is how this all ties in. See, I told you it would tie in. It would all make sense in the end. But uh, the cool thing about this company is uh, their prices are very reasonable, uh, but and it's all like handmade in the United States. But what they do is they find vinyl from like old uh, car manufacturer vinyl. Uh, like they've got like um, camera straps, guitar straps, wallets made out of like vintage vinyl from like old classic American muscle cars and stuff. Like I have a guitar strap made out of a some GTO Pontiac GTO uh, vinyl and uh, 
uh, the wallet I bought today was made out of Pontiac GTO vinyl. Uh, there's a guitar strap I bought that was made out of Mustang, Ford Mustang vinyl. Uh, so what they do is like, yeah, they find all this cool like vintage automotive vinyl and make like really cool products out of it. And you can also get camera straps in the same like cool like muscle car vinyl and it's they're really awesome so check them out like um the quality is awesome the prices are reasonable and yeah you can get some really unique camera straps and um also if you play music guitar straps and if you uh you know you need a wallet that uh that's <laughs> then you can you can go with them as well but definitely check out couchguitarstraps.com and if you need a camera strap check them out like there's so many cool designs cool like vintage vinyl that I mean they're just kind of one of a kind things and uh, yeah I just I'm a real big fan of the company and everything I've bought from them has arrived really quickly extremely good quality made in USA like and you know it's not uh you know it's all like it's all vinyl there's no no animals harmed in this process or whatever so if you're big on that that's that's all they can definitely take care of you on that situation but i don't feel like uh i've ever talked about camera straps on this podcast before so this is the first but definitely check out couch c-o-u-c-h just like it sounds couch and uh you know get you a cool camera strap and make that camera look even cooler than it already is. So all this talk about accessories has got me thinking. Uh, I don't really like my camera bag situation. Uh, when I went on the Kodak film walk, uh, the only camera bag I felt like carrying with me for uh, a walk through a downtown area was kind of a small camera bag. And I was, I was able to fit like two bodies two Pentax camera bodies in it each with one lens on it and it was pretty much stuffed to the gills but and it, and these were like the smallest Pentax 35 millimeter SLRs probably ever made the of the M series the ME and the ME Super um, so I didn't really like that option and plus I thought you know there's times when you're walking in a city area which is a lot of times the kind of photography I like to do where you don't really want to advertise like this is a camera bag I have cameras come rob me and so I've been kind of thinking about how I want to you know go along in the future like because all my camera bags just kind of scream this is a camera bag so I've been trying to think about what could I carry with me to allow me to carry you know I don't want to carry a whole lot of stuff because I feel like carrying too many cameras too many lenses too many of this and that actually is detrimental because it just takes you out of your creative state and puts you in a technical state where you're thinking too much about gear and not thinking about the creative aspect of just you know uh, shooting photography so but I, I do want to be able to carry some limited amount of stuff with me without kind of advertising uh, this is a guy walking around downtown with a bunch of camera gear so I've been looking into like what can I carry that doesn't necessarily make me 
you know, uh, much of a target to would-be thieves or just, you know, let's just try to limit the tr limit any amount of trouble that we get ourselves into. I thought, well, maybe a backpack. So I thought maybe a backpack would be an option. I'm still kind of looking into that. But that's not really that uh, convenient because if you need to, like, get into your backpack to grab some other lens or another camera or some more film you know you got to kind of take the backpack off set it down and do that so i'm not sure if that's the route i'm gonna go uh, i've been kind of looking into like messenger bags um because i feel like you could carry a messenger bag and people might think you just have school books in it or well they're probably not gonna think that of me because i don't look i don't look like i'm a college age guy <laughs> anymore but like but yeah, maybe a messenger bag. But I've been looking at messenger bags. I like the way they kind of like hang on your side. You got easy access to it. But I'm having trouble finding one that kind of has enough padding to make me feel comfortable uh, with it so much. But I feel like maybe a messenger bag is where I'm going to go because it doesn't necessarily look, it doesn't really necessarily advertise that you're carrying camera gear. Uh, so I. I think that's where I'm going to go. I haven't found the right one yet, and so, but I feel like that might be a good option. But one nice thing about film photography is, you know, I could easily go downtown, even into some sketchier areas, and I could take certain film cameras. And if someone was to rob me, say, "Hey, give me your camera." Uh, the joke would kind of be on them because you could easily take some cameras that wouldn't really be worth much and if they robbed you and tried to pawn it or whatever they're gonna do with it not gonna really get much out of it so that's that's a nice thing like take a flagship digital SLR out into one of those areas and if they rob you you're out a couple thousand dollars if someone steals one of my Pentax 35mm SLRs, uh, you know, it's a good chance that I'm out 40 or 50 bucks. So that's that's a nice thing. I don't know, just uh, something I've been thinking about. Alright, that's the end of this episode of the Negative Positives Podcast. You can see my photography at Mike Gutterman Photography on Facebook, at Gutterman Photo on Instagram. You can email me at guttermanphoto at gmail.com. Everyone stay positive. Take some cool film photos. I will see you soon. Thanks.